Hello to all you doinks out there, and welcome back to another episode of Doinked, where Josh and I, and a new guest, will be going over the weekend in the NFL. Yeah, we have a special guest this week. We are being joined by... Hello, it's Michaela. Yes, Michaela, who has been giving us a uh, a couple of picks from the last few weeks, um, is actually going to be joining us live for tonight's episode. A um, little bit of a backstory. Michaela and I essentially grew up together. Yep. Um, we uh, did karate as kids together. So that is how we met. But we, I am uh, picturing Michaela always kicking your ass. It happened more, quite often. It's more so her kicking me in the back of the head. Oh, okay. But yeah. that's a that's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast. That is not tonight. Okay. Before we jump into our uh, predictions as well as our current records, we have a couple of notes, or we have a note from the last couple of days, including something that just happened, just came out as we're getting ready to record this, and that's the whole John Gruden situation. Well... We're going to hand that off to Michaela to start this John Gruden conversation. Well, I can say I'm surprised, but not surprised. Um, knowing John Gruden, he has a flair for the dramatic. And um, for, him, <laughs> for him for um, him to be resigning, um, I thought it kind of came a little too quickly. I don't think the situation with the emails um, kind of set in a little bit. And I think what he did say was horrible. And, you know, you never say those things. I think... I nope. think almost the resignation was almost an admittance of fault. Yes. Yeah. Because before there was any kind of investigation, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gone. I'm out. Yeah. So he's essentially saying, yeah, I did that. I did those things. Yeah. But there's also not a problem with saying that you did something and then staying around to face the punishment. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, take, take your penance. Mm-hmm. Get, take the beating. It's simple as that. I mean, now it comes out. Just before we're recording, the Buccaneers have taken him out of the Ring of Honor. Yes, like all of a sudden he's a stain on the history of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team who entered the league starting their first season not winning a game. They were the only team that have never won a game in a complete season until the Detroit Lions did. Hi, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> until the Detroit Lions did it, and I think what the Jaguars did it last year, where they didn't win the a game. The Jaguars won their first week under Gardner oh, Minshew, right. and then they lost. And they straight. have gone twenty and zero since. Yes, so I, I know or zero and twenty. I know there's another team that went a season without winning a game, but oh, it was the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns yeah, did it Browns before they drafted um, Mayfield. Um, but the but the thing is, is like. By taking his name off of a, off of a Ring of Honor or a Hall of Fame, it, I mean, no offense, the NFL is littered with with racists. Like the Hall of Fame is littered with racists, mm-hmm. guys who are despicable human yeah. beings who owned teams. We were talking about this upstairs. I was talking about this with your mom and dad. Yaki Way was changed because mm-hmm. what old man Yaki was a huge racist. Mm-hmm. Um. Are we really surprised? Yeah. Look at the era he grew up in. Look at the era he was a team owner in. He wasn't a great human being. That doesn't take away from his contributions to the game, and it doesn't take away from John Gruden's contributions to the game. Yeah. What he said was despicable. You can't defend it. But we had a we had a comparison for our wrestling fans, the people that listen to our wrestling show, is the same thing with Tommy Dreamer. Hundred percent. The the he 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 slips in an interview, and it comes that back to bite him in the ass. Yeah, and and it's going to haunt him for the rest of his life. Yeah. And he knows it's going to haunt him for the rest of his life. Um, whereas with Tommy Dreamer, he was fired. Like, yeah, he was they released. Came, he was they came go. to the decision. They fired him. They let him go. John Gruden wasn't even given that opportunity. He mm-hmm. he didn't give anybody the chance to be like, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to punish you for eight games, whatever it is. Nope. He Good, just dipped. Goodbye. I'm, He's, I'm, I'm done. Out. I'm out. See I, you later. I signed a 10-year contract. Well, I'm voiding that after three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. 
Now we're going to move on to our records and our predictions. Now going through the last four weeks, uh, myself and David, I am 38 and 26. David is 34 and 30. Mm. Our guest records, Michaela and Mike, both went 11 and 5 last week. While Angela is 13 and 19 through two weeks. We all have hiccups. It's 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 very lion esque. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was. Come on, man. Well. Moving on to Thursday night football, we have the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle, where the Rams pick up the victory 26-17, to and I think it's because of a massive injury. injury. Yeah, they got some assistance 100%. big time. Big time. Russell Wilson is going to miss numerous weeks, if not the rest of the season, with that mangled hand injury. It was Grow. It was like Halloween like that, that some- picture. Seeing it, that was uh. that, that that was something straight out of Scary Movie Two with the guy who's like, "Take my oh. strong hand, child." Like his whole hand was decrepit. It was like very oh, salad fingeries. Oh my I don't know God. if you remember yes. the salad yes. fingers. Videos. It was very rounded. Yeah, yeah. Very. yeah. There was there, fingers are only supposed to naturally bend in like three joints, and that thing was bent in like seven. That was bad. <laughs> it looked like Saquon's ankle. We'll get to that Ooh. in a little bit. Oh, talk about another bad injury. Can I walk on that? I don't think so. We'll we'll get to we'll get to the Giants injuries in a little bit. Yeah. Um but the Rams do pick up the victory. They can uh advance to 4 and 1. The Seattle Seahawks, I believe, are 3 and 2. Either 3 and 2 or 2 and 3. I didn't write down any of their records. I believe they're 3 and 2, but I could be wrong. Regardless, I, I do know one person was very thankful for now being in uh uh LA. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Oh, oh my yeah. god. 4 and 1, the only loss coming to Tampa Bay. Or no, Tam- uh, they beat Tampa. They uh, lost to the Cardinals. Cardinals. The Cardinals. That's yeah. correct. The yeah, last week the because they uh, it was determining who's going to be the undefeated team in the NFC East or NFC West rather. Mm-hmm. There's no undefeated teams in the NFC East. That's a that's a sad state of affairs. <laughs> um, moving on to London. We had a game in London. Oh, you mean the game that was supposed to happen in Atlanta? Yeah, the game <laughs> that we all said, "Oh, Falcons are going to win this game because they're in Atlanta." Well, it doesn't Home field matter advantage. because they were in London. I feel bad for the London fans, man. Seattle's they got the short three. end of the stick. They're two and three. Two and three. London has the short end of the stick because they get the really shitty games. <laughs> two weeks in a row. We have this week, which we had the New York Jets and the Atlanta Falcons, where the Falcons squeak out a wind. Atlanta almost pulled in Atlanta. I know. In this game. When they were up, what were they up? Like they were, 17 points? They were up 17 to, 17 to 9 through 45 minutes. 17 to 9 through 45 minutes. And they let them come back, and it's 27-20 final. If the Jets weren't the Jets, <laughs> they could have taken this game. Yeah, but they're the Jets. Yeah, that's that's the key part. They're, they're the Jets. What else can you say? This is a very sad game overall. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ryan looked half decent. Zach Wilson struggled like normal. Yeah, but the thing is, Ryan's finally getting the ball to his weapons. Yeah. like um, We thought for a second that Cordero Patterson was done. He got pulled for a concussion protocol yep. and came right back into the game. Um, Moving on to the New England Patriots taking on the Houston Texans in Houston. New England, I'm sorry, Michaela, did you're not right. deserve to win no, this football game. No, you're 100% right. This game was... Davis Mills. Oh, my goodness. What the hell did this guy eat for breakfast? I'm more curious as to what Angela knew going into this game. <laughs> like, I'm curious about that because... They beat the Patriots as long as, I don't know, they make extra points. Like, mm-hmm. if their kicker actually hits it between the uprights, the thing he's paid to do from 27 yards away, like, mm-hmm. just saying. 
because Angelo was on an island for this game. Yeah. And it was looking good for a long time. She was so close to pulling yeah. it out. Yes. I and mean, Belichick is known for being really good against rookie quarterbacks, but that game, yeah. he was... Mills looked really good. 300 looked, yards, three TDs. He looks strong. But when your kicker makes mistakes and your defense falls asleep at the end of the game, what can you do? And especially when your defense falls asleep against Bill Belichick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I.E., Super Bowl 52. It's 51, rather. Yeah. Oh, wait. 52 is the one where I won. Never mind. 51, <laughs> um, where uh, they beat ATL. Mm-hmm. Up next, Angela. Angela, much love to you for being a do- fellow doink. But what the fuck is happening? The Detroit Lions taking on the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota for another last minute field goal. To win the game for the Vikings. Last minute? No, you're wrong. Last second. Time even ex- more heartbreaking. Time expired. Time expired again the- on the Lions. And, and you know what? For a weekend that a lot of kickers were missing kicks, he didn't miss. No, no, he did not miss. He didn't miss the entire game, actually, if you think about it, because he was called upon, I think, four times. I think he was called upon four times to make kicks in that game. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know. And I know two of them were 54 yardage. I can tell you that. Yeah, because the there would have been a touchdown for seven and then 12 for four field goals. That's probably how the score scorecard went. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, he went four for five. So he did miss a kick. His long was a 55 in the game. Yeah. Like, I, I really feel for Angela <laughs> and her entire Detroit Lions fan base. I was on that bandwagon last week. Mm-hmm. Um, because I won't pick uh, the Vikings. No, nope. Kirk, you don't trust. <laughs> I, I'm never. I mean, you shouldn't trust them. I'll never. Tr- thank you. <laughs> thank. See, somebody else finally agrees with me on that. I mean, I'm. I have some faith in him at some points. For I mean, for empty stats, maybe. Yeah. But he just can't be trusted to really take a team where they need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime it's crunch time, he folds. Well, yeah. He does. I mean. Because he didn't win this game, the kicker did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got him. He didn't even get him. He close. got him seven. He didn't even get him close. The kicker got him twelve points. Yeah. The kicker got more points for the team than Kirk Cousins. Did. Actually, no, he didn't get him seven. He got him six. The kick. The kicker had to kicker kick the, the extra, extra point. point. So yeah, touche, touche. So he got six points while the kicker got thirteen. He doubled you, Kirk. I hope you listen to this. Mm-hmm. He doubled you. Moving on to the island that I was on on my own well, the Pennsylvania Phil- the Pennsylvania island we will get to the other part of Pennsylvania but we have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Carolina Panthers in Carolina I will I will admit this myself as an Eagles fan Philadelphia did not deserve to win this game Carolina fell apart towards the end when they allowed Jalen Hurts to rush for two touchdowns late game like in the last quarter and couldn't couldn't respond that's the downfall well i mean we're not giving enough credit to the eagles defense because the eagles defense really we held sam darnold to i believe it was two Pretty touchdowns sure. uh it might have been only one because i know he threw he threw three picks yeah he which did, which that's the that's the eagles secondary that's we're we're still kind of in a rebuild i mean our our biggest piece got popped got pulled um at off season when Mills got uh brought to New England. Yes. Which... Um Donald went um twenty one of thirty seven, so high completion percentage, but only hundred and seventy seven yards. He did throw a touchdown, but like Michaela said, three interceptions. Like 
you're shooting yourself in the foot when you're playing a defense mm-hmm. like the Eagles. They're ball hawks. They're tough too. They're tough. Um, and when you're putting your your defense, who's stellar behind the eight ball by constantly turning the ball over, Sam. What do you expect? I mean, yeah, it's not Halloween. There's I no mean, ghosts on the field I yet. I mean, the only <laughs> issue is with with Philly. Um, our our receivers couldn't do anything. I mean, Goddard and Ertz were struggling in this game, and there's only so much you can do with with a rookie, Devonte Smith. Yeah, he well, he was we the had, leading receiver. Uh, Ridgeway as well, but he he's not the the kind of receiver where you go to every play. He's he's a he's a second or third man. Mm-hmm. Um, right now they're they're leaning a lot on Devonte Smith. Which for a rookie that's awesome, but is only so much you can do with a rook. Exactly, he's not used to handling that kind of pressure yet. Exactly. I mean, he he's great when he he's needed and when he can score those touchdowns, but you can't depend on him. You can't depend on him solely. Rather, exactly, yeah. still is only five games into his his rookie season. Up next, we have the New Orleans Saints taking on the Washington Football Team in Washington. I put a note in here, and I don't know how much you guys agree, that Jameis Winston is the most inconsistent quarterback in the game. He can play horrible just two weeks yeah. ago and just has two lights-out games back-to-back. I, I can agree with that because I have the note here. He has 279, 279 yards, four touchdowns, and he only made 15 completions. Yeah. How? I mean, granted, you did say he made that one um, he, he 70. He sent a bomb down the, yeah. down the field but then that's for still a like, Hail Mary touchdown. And then it's just... Where what is he doing? I just want to know what's going on in his mind from week to week. I didn't want to be in there. I don't know. Is he still trying to find lobsters and stuff like that? I mean, I mean, is he gonna I, is he I, gonna have I, another thirty for thirty season? I I don't Oof. know. I don't know. Well, not not at this rate. Not when you got four touchdowns to one interception. Yeah. His big thing is he has a lot of incompletions. Fifty mm-hmm. percent completion percentage. Yeah. I mean, that's not, he throws a lot of balls to. He's not very efficient. Yeah. 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 He's not efficient, but the. The connections he makes, he gets it in the hands of his playmakers, mm-hmm. and his playmakers and make correct plays. me if I'm wrong. Is Michael Thomas available after the after week six after the pop? I believe so. So he'll in week seven he's getting his number one receiver Michael Thomas back. Yeah, he so has but he hasn't thrown to Thomas at all this year. No, exactly. So it's it's how's that connection going to work? That's true. Yeah, it might be a little take maybe a week or two to get exactly. used to it. Yeah, Breeze had that connection. Breeze has always had that connection with his big guys. Jameis is new in this in this ball club. He hasn't really played with Thomas and Munch. We need to see how that works out. Yeah. Because once they get him back, if they can get a connection very quickly, that team is something to mess with in the South. I think so because, I mean, we all know Jameis. He likes to throw bombs and he likes mm-hmm. to throw. And Michael he Thomas like, is one of those receivers who likes exactly. to go downfield. So threat. if they can get it together, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think that deep threat can be very, very dangerous. I mean, somehow Atlanta's pulled themselves back into the division. I know. What they're, are they, two and three They're now? two and three. You got the Panthers and the Saints both three and two. And you got the Buccaneers sitting at four and one yeah. after this week. So the division's very tight. And the additional Michael Thomas... Could be the difference between them finishing fourth, ten and, ten and six, and second and uh, third in the division, seven. seventeen or, games, or ten and seven, <laughs> which would put them third in the division, or finishing eleven and six and being second in the division. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting going forward. Up next, we have the Tennessee Titans taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Come on, Jacksonville! Come on, Trevor Lawrence! <laughs> that I will again. 20 I, straight. I, I preface this. 
I love Meredith to death. <laughs> I'm getting I'm marrying her for a reason. Twenty straight. But for her to put so much faith and so much love into the long haired beauty of Trevor Lawrence, don't get me wrong. He is a good quarterback in college. Yeah, well, He's, you can't expect him to do what he did in college in the NFL. It's never going to happen. Which is always, it always sucks for these high prospect quarterbacks. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. Justin Fields is just finally showing what he's able to do, but that's because he sat behind Andy Dalton for three games. And he also does not have a great team around him or the coaching staff. Urban Meyer is... Uh... I mean, don't you think Urban Meyer is thanking John Gruden right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, after Get his out whole, while I can. You know, this whole club fiasco he had last mm-hmm. week where he's grinding up on somebody who isn't his wife. Oh, Twitter went really crazy with that one. Are you yeah. Urban Meyer? Yeah. And they quickly forgot about it because thank you, John Gruden. Yep. Oh. But Jacksonville, I, I, I don't know if they've got it in them to win a game this year. Do you, do you think they're an 0-17 team? They might be. Mm. They might be. Because you're not only bringing in a rookie quarterback in Lawrence, you're bringing in a head coach in Urban Meyer, whose entire career has been college. College, yeah. college, 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 college. Okay? In college, he gets to recruit the best players mm-hmm. from the best high schools and brings them to the best program where they can just stomp on everybody all year because he just consistently has the best. In the NFL, it doesn't work that way. You don't get to recruit. Yes, free agents and stuff. But if I'm a free agent... wants to play for Jacksonville. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Why do I want to go to Jacksonville when I can go to a perennial team like the Patriots? Where I can go to a team that's actually building. Yeah. Like uh, even Miami at this point. New England. We have um, even Pittsburgh to a point. No, I won't get on that bandwagon. No? No. They still need to do something at the quarterback position. Yeah, because um, who was his backup? Um, the guy who was in uh, um, it's not Duck Rogers. Duck Rogers is gone. All I know is that they got to do something behind Roethlisberger. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. But he, he just he's not he's not the Roethlisberger of old. And like we said last week or the week before, you that entire class is already gone. He's we're, like the old he's old man Potter just kind of walking out yeah. there. Yeah, and this, he, we're he jumping can ahead. Of, move. We're jumping ahead a couple games. We'll get to <laughs> we'll get to Big Ben. Yeah. Um. Or uh. Big Ben needs some uh, some remodeling. Um, up next, we have, uh, speaking of Miami, the Miami Dolphins taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Oof. Tampa Bay, where Tom Brady, the Miami Dolphins didn't need to travel far to get their asses beaten by Tom Brady, unlike old, no, when they, they had to come not. up to New England. Nope. 45-17, to 17, Tom Brady throws for over 400 yards and five TDs. Now, at 44 years old, this is the first time in his career he's done that. Thrown for over 405 TDs. And no interceptions, which is crazy. I think this is the first time in his career I saw that stat. Hmm. And I, less, I wanna, and less I in the wanna, snowball. I want to say he did it when he, in 2007 at one point when they were just throwing up numbers with Randy I think that Watts. was that snowball. That snow, not the snowball, but the snow game against the Titans. Oh, yeah, where they went 56 and nothing. Yeah, where Kerry Collins was on the other side and looked like he just basically wanted to curl into a ball. And Jeff Fisher should have been fired that day for the offense that he put out there. Um, I want to say he went for some big numbers in that game. I am looking it up right now. But, I mean... Titans versus Patriots, uh, 2000. 
Seven, I believe, is when it was. Tom Brady, 380 yards. Oh, three so TDs. Close. Wow. Only three TDs that game, huh? Six TDs. My, oh, my mistake. Okay. I was going to say 50%. My mistake. Yeah, my right. Mistake. Okay. But we also can't dis- disregard the fact that obviously Brady is Brady. I'm not, I'm the last person used to be saying that. Oh, it's no, it Tom Brady. It you do realize he didn't even finish the game, right? Yeah. Brady, Brady didn't even finish no, this game. Blaine Gabbert went in. Yeah. And he went three for three. Because mm-hmm. he also has, look at his receiving core. Yeah, I know. Antonio has, Brown has two touchdowns. He has two touchdowns, and, 100 um, yards. Mike Evans, Mike Evans same thing. And then he also has Chris Godwin. And then like his receiving core. OJ Howard at tight end. Mm-hmm. Like This isn't even fair. That's kind of why I said a couple of weeks ago I thought they were going to go undefeated. Well, thank you, Rams. But mm-hmm. you need to bring them back down to earth. Because then I thought the Rams were going undefeated. Thank you, Cardinals. <laughs> hey, we're not even going to utter those words right now because there is still an undefeated team in this league. I know. That's why I said thank you, Cardinals. Yeah. Let's see how long they can keep that going. Yeah, definitely, definitely coming up soon. Up next, we have the Green Bay Packers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. An overtime game where kickers can't kick, apparently. We were talking about earlier struggles of kickers this week. We had five missed field goals back to back to back to back to back in this game. Mason Crosby missed. You know what? Mason Crosby hits it. When he needs to. When it to. matters, exactly. Because you got to remember. But was they it, both missed one in overtime. But was it in week two for Green Bay where Rodgers just walked off the field and was like, yeah, he's going to hit this. Didn't even watch it because he knew he was going to hit it to win the game. Yeah. I think it was week two he yeah. did that. So he knows when it needs to happen. Exactly. If, if we have a 1A1B of best kickers in the league, it's Justin Tucker and Mason Crosby. Oh, I'm throwing Cairo Santos hat in that. Right now. Would you put Greg the leg there too? No. No? All right. No, I'm going to throw Cairo Santos from the Chicago Bears in that. He hasn't missed a kick since week three last year. You want to talk about kickers missing though? Um, What's your boy? The double doink? Oh, Cody Parkey? Cody Parkey. Where's he now? He, last I knew he was in. The XFL. No, no. He was in Indy last year, I believe. Let's let's take a look here. I let's see he where Cody Indy. Parkey is. But, Cody I mean, Parkey is a place kicker, currently signed by the New Orleans Saints. Oh, it's the Saints, okay. Signed by Indianapolis Colts in 2014. I just, there's really not much to highlight in this game. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat up on... What, are we talking a, about the Tampa still? Yeah, because we were talking about Tom Brady and his six... We were looking up all those oh, stats. Oh, no, we, we're on Green Bay. We're on I'm Green sorry. Bay. <laughs> sorry, Green Bay. You want to go back and say some more stuff about Tampa? Go for it. Yeah, continue to beat up on JV teams. How's that? Yeah. Because that's what Miami was. As yep. far as Green Bay is concerned... I they, mean, they are going to play another JV team this week. Yeah. And Green Bay, I mean, they're 4-1 right now. They're leading their division. Um, you made a funny comment about what Rodgers should do for the rest of the year. Yeah. Rodgers should win every other game. Should go rest of the season undefeated. Just to say, you know what? Screw you, Green Bay. You don't get your undefeated season because I threw the first game. If Green Bay wins every single... He is single, that petty. He's a very he petty wins, man. And he'll he'll get up and walk out afterwards. 100%. He'll get his ring in Green Bay, or his second ring? Second, second ring. Second ring yeah. in Green yep. Bay, and he'll walk. He'll be gone. You know where he'll land? Fucking New England. <laughs> oh, my God. No, he won't. No. No. He he'll, he'll, him, he'll, and, him and he'll Belichick? He'll land on Jeopardy. Oh, that's probably closer to the truth. That's yeah. higher That's higher probability than... Yeah, but I want, I want Ken Jennings on Jeopardy. If I want anybody to yeah. win this, I want the guy who is, like, <laughs> destroying the game. Yeah, that's Ken. Yeah. Up next, we have the Denver Broncos taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. 
I was on my island again in Pennsylvania. You Pennsylvania were, and it island. worked, and I'm very upset. Big yeah, Ben, 253, two TDs, 15 for 25. He went 60% with two touchdowns. Again, that's not Big Ben numbers, but it was enough to get the game done. It doesn't also, help that he also lost Juju. It Well, Juju's done for the year as well. Yeah, so now he's lost. Now he's down one huge target. And I, I picked Pittsburgh for the sole reason that Teddy Bridgewater wasn't going to play. But Teddy B still played. He went 24 for 38, 288, 2-1-1. Two ratio he played well as well this this wasn't a one-sided game it was close no it wasn't this was one-sided really this was one-sided this game was this game was 27 to 6 going into the fourth quarter this game was a blowout this game was a blowout it wasn't i don't know where denver has been these last couple of weeks it's not the denver that we saw a couple of weeks ago oh it wasn't it wasn't the denver that started the season three now no, yeah. no, I don't know what is going on with this team. They've lost their identity. They're not going. I think teams have figured out that they like to go over the top, so they're just playing deeper zone coverage against Teddy Bridgewater, making him have to check down underneath, and he's not doing it, which is the exact opposite of what Big Ben's doing, which mm-hmm. is he's not throwing the ball deep anymore, and he's checking down underneath to his playmakers and making them make plays. It's not always working out, but in this case, it did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did let Denver crawl back into the game. They did score 13 points yeah, in the fourth quarter. and I mean, Denver had... Denver had the ball with, I think, two or three minutes left on the clock, only down by eight. You get down, you score a touchdown, you get the two-pointer, it goes to overtime. Exactly, exactly. They were able to stop them. Yep. They prevented the that. They win the game. Moving on. Wait, I just have a curiosity. No one's even announced any offensive or defensive players of the week so far. Nobody has one in any of these early games? Uh, mine are in the 4 o'clock games. Okay. I, I just want to make sure. Cause... Oh, well, I mean, that is my fault. Um, I should have said and. The Green Bay and Cincinnati game, uh, Devontae Adams, 11 receptions, over 200 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, so. Tay Adams definitely definitely has that. Mine comes in a couple of games from now just for the sole fact of what he did. Yeah, I was just finding it odd because we had some big performances in the early games, yeah. and it was like, hmm. I do then, agree with Josh. Mine are in definitely, except for that one, that was my fault, but mine do come in the, uh, yeah, the got, later games. I got the later games, too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I was just like, wow, there's a lot of yards here. Wow, we're not mentioning anybody. Mm-hmm. Up next, we have the Chi-Town Bears taking on the Las Vegas Raiders in David Vegas. Island. Yeah. David Island. David Island. Um, I, 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 had, I had all my chips, pun intended, on home field advantage for Vegas. And Look shit. what that did to us. Yeah, and now they. I'll now allow they... you guys to talk because if I talk, no, it's your team. You go ahead and talk. No, I, I want to hear some input about why Vegas is such a hometown advantage. I mean, we've that... joked, we've joked around about this for weeks. I thought we were gonna I, have yeah. drunken bears in this game. Let's be real. Well, I mean, you think about Raiders of the past before they were in Las Vegas. They always had really good home field advantage, and they thought, mm-hmm. oh, when they finally got a home. But the offense today and the Chicago Bears defense give a credit to Khalil Mack. Like you said, it was the it was a revenge game and big revenge game. He He's did the it. defensive player of the week. I don't care about other players having better stats or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He got his revenge against his team that decided to trade him away. M- big mistake. Big mistake. He had technically two sacks. He only gets credit for one because one was on a two point conversion. He had eight tackles, two of them for loss. Mm-hmm. He was all over the field, and a guy who didn't have any stats, which was Robert Quinn, who was on the other side, was another maniac on the field. Mm-hmm. The thing that I'm noticing about these Chicago Bears is a thing that I've been saying now for years, which is, hey, run the fucking ball, Mm -hmm. okay? If you run the ball, better things will come, okay? 
They were without David Montgomery and still almost had 150 yards rushing in this game. Okay? They ran it right down, right down Las Vegas' throat. Mm-hmm. Right down their throat. And they managed to control the clock. Just feels and put up good numbers. 109 yards passing. What is that? that? Brady had that in like a quarter. You know what yeah. I mean? So that, that, that isn't top-end numbers, but he got his first career touchdown. Mm-hmm. Okay? And... He managed the game properly. He didn't. He took shots when he had to take shots, which there weren't any really to take this week. The week before, he was taking shots down the field like crazy against the Lions. But at the end of the day, this was how they're going to have to win games. They're mm-hmm. going to have to win games running the ball. Mm-hmm. And Taking playing. the play calling away from Nagy. Thank God for that. <laughs> yes. I've been saying that. I, I said that when we were in Philly. Yeah. So when, when Dave and I went to Philly in November of 19 to watch that game, Dave was yelling down to the field, take the playbook from Nagy, take the playbook from Nagy. And they did later in the game. They started putting him in the eye. They started running run pass option and they started putting points on the board. Correct. Because didn't they have under 10 yards of offense in that first half of that game? I think game? it was eight yards of offense in that Eagles game in the first half. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then they almost came back and won the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But what happened? Defense just got too tired. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing I'm afraid of. That is the one thing I'm afraid of. Is your defense getting tired? Is the defense because as much as big as the point disparagement was in this game, twenty to nine, the defense was on the field for almost the same amount of time as the offense. Mm -hmm. Okay, that is going to come back to bite you in the ass. Okay, you need to be more defense. You, uh, you need, you need to, your defense to rest. You need yeah. to give your defense a chance. And as long as these rotational players on defense can play well, there was I think there was a stretch where they did not have Khalil Mack or Robert Quinn on the field for like four consecutive plays, which you'll never, never see. But the defense still was able to force a sack and then a three and out without mm-hmm. having those guys on the field. Yeah, because yeah. when you can have those guys step up in third, fourth strings, that's when you... Exactly. And, yeah. you know, you want to talk injuries... No Akeem Hicks, no David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Two huge losses. But they still team. did pretty good in the running. They had a pretty, cons- you know, like yeah. you said, 37 rushes for 143 yards. If you can run the ball, control the clock, you're going to win what you got to do. No, mm-hmm. the real test is coming up this week. So, Up next, we had my game of the week. Cleveland Browns taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers pick up this victory 47-42. to My offensive player of the week is Justin Herbert. I am right there with you, man. 26 for 43. Let's, let's, be, let's be honest right here. That's close to 50% completion. 26 for 43. But the motherfucker throws for 398 yards and four touchdowns. He was great. He was great. He was on fire. That also helps that... Um, my my MVP candidate Baker was right there with him, shot for shot through the entire game. Now, I told you guys the stat before we started recording. This was the first ever time where a team loses when scoring forty points and no turnovers in the whole game. The record before that was four hundred and one and zero. Now it's four hundred one and one. And you also put up the the stat that Baker Mayfield Baker, is the only quarterback to score forty two or more points in a game and lose three or more times. I love that for him. I mean, you're I, on the Browns. What do you? You're on the Browns. I don't know. But what, you're on the Browns of today. The Browns of today. But even so, even the Browns of today, they're gonna I have find the a way. Winning the Super Bowl this year. Uh, 
I don't know if I would go that far. Well, I mean, he did pick them. So. I picked them. I picked them against LA. I, I picked the Bills, so. Yours looks a little bit cleaner than mine now. <laughs> I just, I, I can't, I honestly cannot get over the fact that there was zero defense in this game. Yeah. No, there was none It was just an whatsoever. arms race. It was zero, not just an arms race. You see Cleveland's running attack? I what know. Was, what was the, who 230 did, yards? Who did Kansas City beat 54 to 51 a couple years ago? LA, the Rams? I think it was the Rams. It was the Rams. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was Jared Goff's Rams. Yeah. You know, Jared Goff, who's now suffering. Sorry, yeah. Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the only Ofer teams. Yeah. Yeah. Them in the Jags. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, but they All right. Tangent. All their games have been stolen. Dude, they have been robbed. Absolutely robbed. First of all, Tucker's kick should have never happened. No. Okay. So they should have beaten the Ravens. And then this past week, you score. You get the two-point conversion to go up with 37 seconds. Like, I, I, I genuinely feel for Dan Campbell. In Kirk, I trust. Oh, God. You're lucky I don't stab you with your apple pencil. <laughs> the thing Kirk. is, it, it's hurt for me to pick them because I just face value, but you no, look at I, it. Exactly. But, like It's funny. I think the NFL's power rankings have them above the Bears. The Lions? I think, yeah. As of last week, I don't know what the I updated look power. At I don't know what the updated power rankings are, but the Bears' power ranking as of week four, after they beat the Lions, they were twenty nine, and I believe the Lions were twenty seven. That's crazy. Wow. Okay, so that tells you the quality team that the Lions are putting out there every week, and the quality. The Lions aren't getting blown out. They're losing exactly. These by games field are goals close. by touchdowns. Yeah. they're not even losing the, by a ton. Even the Packers game. They, they they got blown out in the second half. But they were in it. But they were in so it. So close with the first half. It's, and cra- then just... it's crazy. It's crazy. But, I mean, back to this Chargers game. This is the last stat that I want to share about this game. The Chargers scored 26 points in the fourth quarter. quarter. Yeah. Okay. That is more points than 21 teams scored last week. That's insane. It's a wild stat. 26 points is more than 21 teams. And they would have tied the Rams. The team in the... Like... That shares a stadium with them. Yeah, so I'm looking back at the Lions' um, uh, games. They lost by eight to San Fran. They lost by quite a bit to Green. To yeah, but Green that was because the, the second half. Yeah, the second yeah. half got out of control. Half. They lost by two to the Ravens. Yep. They oh. lost by ten to the Bears. And they lost by two to the Vikings. Yeah, but the, again, the Bears game... Um, they were playing in Chicago, so that's always a swing. That's always yeah. whenever you bet on football. I'm not sure if anybody gambles here, or if anybody who listens to us gambles. There's always a three point swing automatically for a home game. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Bears were only favored by those three points going into that game, so it tells you it's an even matchup. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Bears played exceptional in that game, and it's unlike the the thirteen and a half points that the the uh, Bills were favored. No, that was 18 and a half. It was 18 and a half. Yeah. Over Houston. Yeah, over Houston. And they covered. Oh, they covered. Oh, they covered by a lot last week. But it's just crazy. It's crazy how how contested the Lions have made their games each week. You got to give that to Dan Campbell. And and Campbell at his press conferences, man, he looks like a man defeated. He's just like, he's like, I I just need a break, please. Just, I need one kick to hit the upright and actually go the other way. Yeah. Because because uh, Justin Tucker's hit the hit the crossbar and went yep. over yeah. instead of back. Ugh. 
Up next, we have the New York Giants taking on the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas, where the Dallas Cowboys win this game 44 to 20. My defensive player of the week is Trayvon Diggs. Um, this kid is still lights out. He's got six picks through five games. This kid's lights out. Yeah. He could win defensive player of the Did year. Did you see the interception he made yeah. in this game? Like he he ran the route. That's how good of a route he ran. He he, he kind of nudged the receiver like the receiver kind of should have nudged him. Yeah, like <laughs> he played inside position, and then he saw where the ball was going, and he used his body to get mm-hmm. to where the ball was going. Like he played the ball perfect. It's, mm-hmm. Gotta give that. I think honestly, some of his skills probably come from his. I mean, his brother Stefan Diggs from mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills, and you gotta it's, think it's because I can guarantee in the off season they definitely work together. They line up against each 100%. other. One hundred percent. 100% because you, if you're a normal cornerback and he's only in his what, his second, second year? year? Second year. He was drafted you, in 2020. How are you going to have that kind of know how in your second year? And especially last year was COVID, so I'm probably, and, but like that's Unless you incredible. have the tutelage by just a couple of years, be it he's only a couple of years older, mm-hmm. of one of the best receivers in the league being Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. And the best part is, is if you're hanging out with Stefan Diggs, you're hanging out with Josh Allen because Josh yep. Allen practices with Stefan Diggs in the mm-hmm. offseason. So you're getting you're getting the opportunity to go up against a top level quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I I, re, I this the game, issue the issue that's going to happen with Trayvon Diggs and the reason why he's not going to he may not win defensive player of the year, okay? Mm-hmm. Even though none of us picked him to start the season. <laughs> I had Mr. doesn't show up for the Washington football team Chase Young, uh, that, Miles the, Garrett. the guy who quits halfway through his games now it seems like. And yeah, it's a straight call out to that one. Um, my thing is, is with a cornerback, you can you can just stay away from him. True, okay? you can just avoid that side. You of can the just field. avoid that side of the field. It happened to it happened to Charles Tillman. Uh, I think it was 2013 when he was incredible. Like mm-hmm. Charles Tillman was incredible. I think that it was a Tennessee Titans game. He forced like five fumbles or six fumbles in that one game. And going into that game, he had already forced four fumbles and had already two returns for touchdowns. What happened? Teams went away from him. Mm-hmm. The only reason why Stefan Gilmore won Defensive Player of the Year two years ago was because teams couldn't stop going away from him because if they went away from him, they had to deal with the other side of the field as well because of the way the defense was set up by New England. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take a lot of work from that from the rest of that Dallas defense to make sure people continue to throw at digs because if... Dallas is so dangerous. They are so balanced. Like, mm-hmm. like, where did this come from? This is scary how balanced they are. Considering, the considering ball. how rough the NFC East has been the last couple of years, yeah. and, and not just in all of the teams, and not just a couple of the teams, all of the teams have been rough. Like, the only wins, really, that were almost guaranteed were, like, divisional wins yeah, and, for each team. And defending your stadium is basically exactly. what it was. All the all your away games, all your games against teams that you should beat, you can't beat. This Dallas team, as an Eagles fan and just as a football fan, scares the shit out of me. They they're, are, they're the most complete football team right now. And Dak is from last year coming back from that injury. I think he's he's out he, to prove something, and he is up until this point, he's out, doing he's incredible. out for comeback player of the year. Yeah. I mean, he's out to prove it to the old man upstairs and Jerry Jones, too, because Jones mm-hmm. didn't want to give him a contract. No, because of how long they were kind of stalemating, mm-hmm. even though no, obviously no one would really admit it. Like, he, you know, I don't like the Dallas Cowboys team, but I love Dak Prescott, and I'm 
very impressed and very mm-hmm. proud of what he's doing up until this point. I have my my vices against the the Cowboys, but that's for <laughs> personal reasons. Yeah, I mean, no offense, but this Cowboys team's looking like the Cowboys team of the nineties. Yeah, because yes. now Ezekiel Elliott's finally back to running the ball. He mm-hmm. finally has hundred yard games coming back, and it's once you get that running game and the passing game, that play action. I mean, they've got very the receivers and CD Lamb. They've uh, got um. Um, Amari Cooper. Amari yeah. Cooper. They they have a th- they have the three headed beast that they had when it was Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, and Troy Aikman. Now they've got it in Amari, Amari Cooper, Cooper. CD Lamb, and oh no, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, and Dak Prescott. 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 And they have CD Lamb, who basically plays the Alvin Hopper role from those old Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And they also have what's that other um, running back? Oh, Pollard. The Pollard. He's a great second because you yeah. need Zeke. Uh, Zeke needs to get Zeke out for a break. Zeke can't run yeah. every single play. He can't. He's not that guy anymore. Well, I mean, these these plays in the NFL are getting pussified because back in the day, <laughs> Emmett Smith would have would have never came out of a game. Emmett no. Smith would rush for 500 league. yards and play on defense. Yeah. Exactly. Let's be real. No, yeah. I know, but I'm just saying it's it's the same argument you can make with pitchers in the in the MLB nowadays. Mm-hmm. Noel Ryan would throw 400 pitches in three consecutive games, and his arm would never fall off. But no, Chris you, Sale it, needed to miss an entire season because he got a blister on his big toe. Give me a break. It's a different yeah. time. Um, we also had a few major injuries from this game. Oh, oh, uh, the back three, Giants. Back to Saquon's ankle. Oh, my yeah, God. Saquon's <laughs> elephant ankle. Um, that looked bad. Uh, Kenny Galladay out as well. Yep. yep. Daniel Jones. He got blown up. He got but hit. He, but he completed the pass. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Give that credit to him. <laughs> Give him the credit. He completed the pass on a tight sideline throw. Couldn't complete anymore because he was done. Zoe. Yeah, and, and, Glennon didn't, and Glennon didn't really help the team out. You no. know, Coming from a Bears fan who who had to deal with Glennon for a season, yeah. You don't want him as your starting quarterback. It's mm-hmm. it's not going to be pretty. But is is Saquon Barkley becoming a bust? In terms of, I would say, only if you look at injury-wise. Because, I mean, he's been out. He's just been out. He hasn't been there to do it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of him when he is there, he's not the Saquon. He is not the Saquon of old. As he's been there... He's consistently injured. I'm trying to think of other players whose careers have been just absolutely ramsacked by injuries that have prevented them from being, oh, fucking Teddy Bridgewater. Until as of recent, he's been injured consistently where he looks great and then he gets hurt and he misses a season. He gets cut. He gets signed to a new team. He starts out hot or he starts out decent behind somebody who gets hurt and then he gets hurt yeah and then and then it's like you kind of have to start the whole cycle over again because you're doing great you get injured have to rehab and then you have to get back in the groove and then again and then get injured very same situation with saquon serious injuries too okay so why i was quiet this whole time he was taken in the 2018 draft okay they drafted him to keep one person happy Eli Manning. It's the only reason why they drafted him. Mm-hmm. And then what did Eli Manning do? He ducked and ran at the end of the season, okay? <laughs> hey, played a great career, won two Super Bowls against the New England Patriots specifically. Sad. Uh, ruined the perfect Ooh, season. Deep breath. So, that being said, they had to draft Daniel Jones the next season. Mm-hmm. 2018, they drafted Saquon Barkley, number two overall, ahead of Sam Donald. Josh Allen, both at quarterback. Okay, that was a mistake. They drafted him ahead of 
Bradley Chubb at linebacker, who plays for the Denver Broncos, and Quentin Nelson at offensive guard, who plays for the uh, uh, Indianapolis Colts. He was also taken ahead of Roquan Smith for the Chicago Bears, Vita Vey, who plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, mm-hmm. Micah Fitzpatrick for the Miami oh, Dolphins, mm-hmm. Derwin James from the Chargers, mm-hmm. Leighton Vander Esch from the Cowboys, My God. Frank Ragnow, the center for the Detroit Lions, who's already been in the Pro Bowl. DJ Moore, cornerback. Oh, I'm sorry. DJ Moore, wide receiver for the uh, for the Carolina Panthers. Isaiah Wynn, offensive tackle for the New England Patriots. I'm just Calvin Ridley, wide receiver for the Falcons. Lamar Jackson, 32, for the Baltimore Ravens. These are all players who were taken ahead of Saquon Barkley. Taken after Saquon. They're taken after Saquon Barkley. Who went number one overall in 18? Baker, Baker That Mayfield. was Baker. That's yeah, right. 2000, 2017 Cleveland Browns didn't win a game, so they got the number one selection. But... Again, just quickly looking down this list, Cleveland built their team this year mm-hmm. with this draft. Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward, both first-round picks. Look at Indianapolis. They built their offensive line in this draft. Quentin Nelson. Buffalo Bills, resurgent. Josh Allen. You look at... The Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore yeah, Ravens Lamar with Jackson. Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. After they won the Super Bowl. The year after they won the Super Bowl, they drafted Lamar Jackson. So, Nick Chubb was drafted in the second round by the Cleveland Browns. And look at what he's doing now for them. Exactly. I mean, so, it definitely, if you put it in that context, comparing it, to everyone else in that draft. It's yeah. tough. And, and I know it's tough when you draft somebody to have hindsight being 2020. Mm-hmm. I get it, okay? And, I'm, and I didn't want to label Saquon as a bust. He's been a pro bowler. He's put up some great numbers. But if Eli, if the main reason the draft Saquon was to keep Eli around and then Eli dips on you. Then it was a mistake. Then it's a mistake. Yeah. Because you if had you it, can't confirm that hey, Eli Manning, my gonna give our us another quarterback four, is gonna give yes. us four more years to make Barkley's draft worth it. If you had any freaking idea in your mind, oh, this guy might leave us, draft a goddamn quarterback. You see who's in that class. Yeah. Especially racing a number two pick. I mean, yes, pick. Baker's gone. Yeah, because using, using a number two Cleveland pick gets it. On, a, on a running back. But look, yeah, and that's why that's a thing. using a, a high pick on a on running, running back, back is so dangerous. And clearly, looking at it now, it's... Uh, the best runner in the NFL right now is Nick Chubb for the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was drafted number three in the second round. You can get a good running back late. David Montgomery was drafted in the same draft. I think David Montgomery was a fifth round pick. It's just tough. It's it, yeah. And their offensive line, the offensive line of the Giants, them. has never helped them. I know they want they went and took Nate Solder away from uh New from England. us in New England, but he just his production when he moved over there is just you can't. I don't know why they expected it to work, especially when they moved his position too. But. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the final 4 o'clock game, we have the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Arizona Cardinals in a very close game. Kyler continues to look solid in this in their undefeated season. Trey Lance, I'm not going to say he's not ready, but he still needs to be under that tutelage of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. It's a very similar situation to, as you said, where Fields needs to be a year behind Dalton where he gets stuck into the situation that he needs to be the starter. I'm not saying they're in the same situation because there are very, very different playbooks. 
So yeah, Fields is on his second playbook this year. I know. <laughs> Fields, not Fields. Sorry, Lance is is trying to fill in for Jimmy Garoppolo with Jimmy Garoppolo's playbook. They haven't adapted to a Trey Lance playbook yet. Yeah, when you also have a head coach who decides to go for five fourth down conversions. <laughs> yeah, like five. With a rook. Like really five? You don't want to punt at all. You yeah. don't want to like just give give you know give your defense a shot. That was holding Arizona in check. Like we both called for Arizona. We were like last week. Oh, they're we gonna like, kill. Oh, they're them. gonna blow them it's out. Gonna be a blowout. This was a seven point seven game. Point yeah, game, it's yeah. pretty close game yeah. considering. So, I, I and I don't, for a moment there, I thought San Francisco was gonna come back. You just you. I don't understand the love of always going for it on fourth down. I understand you play the percentages depending on the field field position and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but. Like to go for it on fourth down five times and convert one, yeah, it, it, that's shooting yourself in the foot, mm-hmm. especially with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, exactly. he doesn't have the experience yet. Exactly. Up next, we have the Sunday night football game where we have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. I was on a island of my own, and this time I sink. And I'm so happy that you were on that island. I'm Buffalo sorry. took the game thirty-eight to twenty. Doesn't help that Pat Mahomes throws for three picks in this game. What's up with Kansas City? Mahomes is their own kryptonite. Do you, he's their Superman and their kryptonite. Yeah. When they lose, it's because of him, but when they win... It's because of him. It's because of him. So I misspoke earlier when I said my offensive player of the week. I, I misspoke. I, I jumped on your bandwagon way too quickly. It, it's Josh Allen. Josh Allen looked great last night. Josh Allen, do you or know, Sunday night. Do you know what he averaged per attempt? Oh was God, it something stupid it like was ten or fifteen yards. Twelve point one per attempt. He averaged over a first down per attempt, not completion. That's Every insane. time he threw the ball, he was attempting it further than these sticks. Fifteen, fifteen for twenty-six, three hundred fifteen yards and three TDs. He had a great game. Yeah, so that means every completion was twenty yards. That's he went 15 for 26. 15 completions for 315 yards. He was taking out 20% of the field every time he completed a ball. That's insanity. Okay. All right. And then you wonder why Mahomes has to drop back and throw it as much as exactly. he does. Because mm-hmm. how many times he threw it? He threw it 54 times. Now, here's an here's what I was thinking. Because obviously, they he had two picks. Their defense is horrible. They had oh, two yeah. lost fumbles. But... When it comes to quarterbacks, now obviously Patrick Mahomes is a talented quarterback, but do you think, you know, kind of regardless of the defense, do you think that kind of all of these places have figured out Mahomes? Do you think like these teams are now like, we know that their defense is horrible so we can hone in on Mahomes? And I was just kind of thinking about that because you know how like Geno Smith, uh, like, or these quarterbacks. Mahomes getting figured out? That's what, yeah. Is he getting figured out? I had this discussion at the wedding this weekend that I thought Mahomes may have another year of being this magical player that everybody thinks like he is. Like this unicorn and then he's and then it's until he gets figured out. Okay. What has happened to every mobile quarterback in the history of the NFL? I'm not just talking about recent history. I'm talking about history of the NFL. They get figured out. Okay. Go all the way back to Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham, people forget how generational of a talent Randall Cunningham was when he Mike, was with the Eagles. Michael Vick. Michael Vick, Vince Young, 
Okay, the, the list just goes on and on and on. They get figured out. Okay, it'll take time for Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson will get, get figured, figured out. out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, they'll understand the difference though with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. So Lamar Jackson is now learning how to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Thank God he came Lamar, in. He came in as just Lamar was a Dan- running back. Yes. that played quarterback. the quarterback position. Yes. He could throw a couple of throws, but it was yep. mostly his feet yes. that was going to get and you. And the thing was, is you know, you talk about the Trey Lance offensive game plan. Well, Harbaugh was doing that game plan with Lamar Jackson a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, listen, these are the five throws you need to know how to make because these are the five throws our offense is built around. Mm-hmm. The rest of the offense is built around your natural talents." We are going to build an offense to win games with you. But you need to know these five throws. Lamar Jackson knew those five throws. So then what did they do? They added five more. And then they added five more. Before you know it, and you they have also, a full playbook. They've also, I wouldn't say taken away his running, his his allowing him to run. They've just kind of cut it back. They're kind of changing their offense because people but still nowadays are thinking, oh, we're playing, we're playing uh, Baltimore. We need to stop Lamar from running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not all it is anymore. I know. They've got their deep threats. And the, and the thing yeah. is, is Mahomes came on the other side of that, where Mahomes was, Mahomes was able to sit. He had the year behind Alex Smith. He mm-hmm. was able to learn behind Alex Smith. He was able to learn from a great head coach, great quarterback coach in Andy Reid, okay? But the thing is, is people are realizing, just let Mahomes make his own mistakes. Because mm-hmm. he will. Because he will. Okay? I've mentioned it before, and this will be the last time that I mention it for some time. The only games that Mahomes has lost in September are games in which he's thrown interceptions. Mm-hmm. He's only lost two career games in September. Both of them have been this year, and both have been in games. He cost his team the win by throwing interceptions and turning the ball over. Why did Kansas City lose this week against Buffalo? Because he threw the ball. He turnovers. Had, he had three turnovers. He had the two interceptions, and, and he lost a fumble. Yep. Yeah, because he was their leading receiver. I meant leading, leading, leading rusher. rusher. And that is another problem, too. They lost the running back in this game, too. Clyde's Edward Hilaire. Yep. Done for the year. Done for the year. And I don't don't even know anyone else like that have. Exactly. Because they let other people go. One of them is playing in Chicago right now. Williams. Oh, yeah. Okay. hope that contract for Mahomes was worth it. I mean, you're paying a lot of money to one guy. They let their entire offensive line go in the offseason, right? Because they couldn't. They they got destroyed in the Super Bowl by the Buccaneers, right? Okay. Yep. I'm, these, I'm just saying these these long term like Pat Mahomes, Mookie Betts contracts. Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts is working out though. Yes. So baseball is a different sport. I was going to say because football, football is a salary cap, and the thing and is hard a hard cap too. And the and the thing about the salary cap in football is it's based on revenue. And what happened in 2020? Revenue went down. So what happened to the salary cap? Went salary down. cap went down. So now you need to build a team around one guy that you've invested a two hundred million dollars in. Three hundred million dollars and five hundred million dollars, yeah. or whatever it is. Now you've got to build a team around that guy. That's why these kind of contracts don't work in the NFL. It's Ex- not basketball. It's not baseball. Yeah. It's not these other sports it, that are soft caps or yeah. And don't get me wrong, you can or def- no caps. For that you matter. can def- yeah. You can defer money and you can move money around and you can yeah. make things happen. But unless you're a generational talent like Tom Brady, where people want to go play with. Tom Brady and Tom Brady is willing to take less exactly. money. Exactly, he's restructured his contract so many times, many taking times. less money. Exactly to a point where he basically said, "No, now I want to be a top play, paid quarterback, yeah. or get rid of me." And they get rid of him, and then he just goes and wins the Super Bowl. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So my problem, and I said it at the wedding, and I'll say it again: Mahomes is reaching his peak. His twilight is going to come a lot faster than people think, and it's because. 
they're going to rely too heavily on him, and he's relying on himself too heavily. Okay, it's just simple as that. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Because they're not doing anything to help the defense and no. oh, the, no. and the individual players. Like you have, um, you have the Honey Badger, you have Chris Jones, but they're not doing anything. No, the, and that's the thing. It's individual players. Yeah. What, what did the Honey Badger do so far this year? Oh, he had a he had an interception return for a touchdown against Lamar Jackson when Lamar Jackson made a bad pass, right? Yeah. And then what did he do after that? He hasn't done anything all season. Jones, where's he been on the stat sheet? He's been very quiet. Okay. Kansas City's fall, fall from grace is going to be fast if the Chargers continue to play the way they're playing. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people are going to forget about Kansas City. And Buffalo, too. Can't forget about Buffalo because yeah. it's all in the AFC. Yeah, I'm just looking at their division. Oh, yeah. I'm just gotcha. looking at the Chargers and the fact that Kansas City has to play them twice a year. And kind of also because um, Vegas and uh, Denver have kind of gotten their awakenings. Hey, they started the season super hot. Yeah, but yeah. Vegas, a, Vegas is done. Yeah, they're with this ha, whole situation. Ha, with the whole situation with John Gruden, with Gruden they're done. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're written off. They're done. And Derek Carr, Derek Carr was learning a lot under John Gruden. A lot. Now he's going to lose that, that mentor. Yeah, they're in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Denver, Denver, Denver's suspect. The only team that's not suspect in that entire division is, is the Chargers. Yeah. And they just cannot shoot themselves in the foot. They cannot make stupid mistakes. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Football, we have the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens, where the Ravens pick up this victory 31-25. to In where Baltimore, overtime. In, in overtime, overtime, where Baltimore trailed this game until late in the third. They were trailing this game with, with, with only 21 minutes and 34 seconds left on the clock. Okay? They then scored 22, 22 unanswered points to win this game. Mm-hmm. And you cannot put this loss on Carson Wentz. No. Carson Wentz was a stud in this game. Yeah, he looked great. You're not your quarterback. No. Not your quarterback. Not my quarterback. My no. quarterback's Dalen Hurts. 25 yeah. to 35 for 402. Yeah. 402. Yep. I mean, wow. No turnovers either. No. He was very protective of the ball. He did a great job. He's a the good th- quarterback. Thing is, <laughs> I never said he's not a good quarterback. I just said he's not my quarterback. Thing is, though, Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson. When yeah. he turned it on and he had to stop throwing the ball around. It, and he it, did it. It wasn't just him turning it on. Let's be real. It was him, Marquise, Marquise Brown, and Mark Andrews. Yeah, and who did he, who was getting him them the ball? Lamar Jackson. There you go. I'm Mar- not saying it was just him. It I'm was just it was the three of them. No, it was just him. He's the one who got the ball in their hands. He's the one making all those throws. He only had five incomplete uh six incompletions in too. the whole game. In the whole game, four hundred forty two yards, four TDs, and he was their leading rusher. <laughs> yeah. He almost had had that four hundred five. Lamar Jackson was was the offense. Simple as that. He's back to MVP form. Basically, is where he yeah. is right now. Um, this was just this was Indianapolis falling apart at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. At yeah. the end of the game, their defense. Yeah, and they've got a good defense, but unfortunately, it just didn't it didn't hold out. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the records following the week, I have picked a game up on David. I went. <laughs> 13 and 3 this week so I'm at 51 and 29. David is at 46 and 34. After 12 and 4, you might as well say my record was good at least. 12 and 4. <laughs> yes. Uh guest records Michaela is 23 and 9 through 2 weeks. You know what? I'm going to say just beginner's luck. I mean, I don't want it to just be well, beginner's luck. Well, let's not luck, say beginner's luck because Angela after 3 weeks is 22 and 26. No, I yeah, give her props though. She, she picks. Hey, listen. She picks her Lions. She went 8-8 eight eight this week. She went 9-7 and seven this week. She had a winning record this week. And I applaud her for eight that. 8-8 eight eight was Mike. Mike went 8-8 <laughs> eight eight this week. 
correct. Yes, correct. Yeah. You might as well give her a win for that Houston Pats game because it was it was they shouldn't have won. We that might game. as well give her the win on Detroit too. Then <laughs> the two wins for Detroit. She oh god, but hey, she sometimes we I. Like I said last week about the whole Texans thing, I was like, she knew something. Yeah, she had to know she, something. She knows something. Like, like, does she know Wills, the, the quarterback? Mills, yeah. Yeah, does she know Mills? I mean, if, if there's any secrets here, Angela, you know, it, it's not hard. Just shoot a text message over yeah. to me, and I'll uh... <laughs> shoot a DM to the show so we both know. Yeah, or exactly. If you want to just keep it between you and Dave, go for it. Right. <laughs> Up next, we have the Week Six predictions. We have four teams on by this week. We have the New York Jets, who are at one and four. The Falcons at two and three. The New Orleans Saints three and two, and the San Francisco 49ers at two and three. Thursday night football, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia, and I'm almost certain I'm on a fucking island of my own. I'm taking you, Philly in this you game. You better be taking your team in this game. You better be. I'm taking Philly. Okay. Um, Josh, you are not on an island. This yes! was the game I was talking about earlier, where it was. This is my dark horse. Let's go, Philadelphia. And you know what? It's because they're at home. They are at I home. I get that. And their last week. And Tampa Bay's beatable. Tampa the, no, is beatable. 100% they're beatable. And I think th- I think they're going to underestimate the Eagles. I think they will. Because and I think everybody does. <laughs> because they're right when they do. <laughs> so, I got the Eagles. Well, uh, Angela did take Tampa Bay. I had a feeling. And uh, I'm taking Tampa Bay. Ooh. 50-50. Up next, we have the Miami Dolphins taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. The in London game. London. Oh, poor in London. London. I've got Jacksonville going 0 for 6. I have the Miami Dolphins winning this game in Jacksonville. Or in London. In London. Oh, don't want to make that mistake again. Um, I have the Jags winning this game. Oh, wow. I don't think they're going to. 1 for 5. I just, I don't know. I have a feeling. You are on an island, my friend. Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. Oh. Angela has taken the Jaguars, and I have taken yes. the Jaguars. Yes. I know I said earlier in this show they're not going to win a game. This is the game. If this is if they this can win a game, game this is win. the game. You're getting Urban Meyer out of the United States, so this way he can get away from all those hit clubs that he goes to, okay? <laughs> Stop grinding on all the college girls, Okay. And he could he could concentrate on making a game plan for Lawrence where they can win. Okay, he doesn't have to deal with Tua. Tua's not going to be there. He's just got to worry about stopping Jacoby Brissett. And I think he can do it. So I'm going with the Jaguars. We will see. Up next, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Carolina Panthers at home in Carolina, and I have Sam Darnold picking up the victory for the Panthers in this game. Um, I'm going to have to agree with you there. I think they're going to have a pick-me-up game from the loss against the Eagles, so I got the Panthers. Angela's taking the Panthers, and there's no way I'm taking the Vikings. No so. way. Yeah. yeah, so, boo, Kirk Cousins. Kind of, a, kind of a definitive answer. Yeah, not a chance in hell I take the Vikings, so <laughs> go Panthers. Up next, God, a lot of these games had me split. Up next, we have the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. And I've got Justin Herbert and the Chargers beating Baltimore in this game. I gotta agree with you there. I'm taking the Chargers after that win last week. I think it was incredible. I also have taken the Chargers in this game. Angela is on an island. She is on an island. But she's she's got it. She Baltimore. knows something. She knows something's something. happening. There's something happening. Herbert's got the flu or something. We don't know. So Angela has taken the Ravens. And to be honest with you. This is a real 50-50 game. Yeah. You are this taking, is a very 50-50 game. This is the game. Ravens at home 
against a, a West Coast team traveling east to mm-hmm. play on the East Coast. We always say it's tough. It's a when tough. They it's a tough travel. Um, it's an early game. A mm-hmm. game where it's a, one it's a one o'clock game versus you know a four o'clock where you can kind of get used to it. This is a dangerous game for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I am going with the Chargers because, I mean, they just seem so complete right now. But hey, if Angela picks up a win on this, <laughs> on this island, good for her. Good honor. <laughs> up next, we have the Houston Texans taking on the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. And following their performance, even in a loss, they looked good. I have the Indianapolis Colts winning this football game at home. I will agree with you. I got the Colts winning this game. Well, we're, we're split 50-50 here because I've taken the Texans, as has Angela. She, right. She's got that in in Houston. Yeah. That she, Mills. That, or, does she yeah. know him? Like, I, 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 What's I don't going know. on? Possibly. Where did Davis Mills go to school? Hold on. <laughs> if you went, hey, if you went anywhere in Michigan, now there's a possibility, so we don't know. Davis Mills. College. Davis Mills. He went to Stanford. <laughs> nope, that's California. Yep. <laughs> so, nope, not that relation. Up next, we have the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Washington football team. You know, I did it last week, and I'm going to goddamn do it again. I'm going to switch my pick live. I have the Washington football team winning this game. I got to disagree with you. You know, based on Washington's performance last week, and I think the Chiefs will have to rectify what they did last week, so I'm taking the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs as well. Angela's right there with you, buddy. Let's go. Washington at home. She's got the Washington football team. I hate picking against... I hate picking in the NFC East, but you know, goddamn, they're good. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> really? Okay. That's the sword you want to die on. The NFC East is good. Well, Washington's half decent. Okay. <laughs> Up next, we have the Green Bay Packers taking on the Chi-Town Bears in Chicago. Go ahead. Go ahead. Everybody take the Packers. Go right ahead. Green Bay Packers. Hey, I'm I've sorry. got them going undefeated for the rest of the year. I'm that, sorry. That, that's fine. That's I'm going to die in the sword of Aaron Rodgers. Angela took the Packers. I could see in your eyes. You were all taking the Packers. I'm going to go with the Bears. I'm going with the Bears, and not just because of my heart. I'm going because with of the your Bears. tie. I'm going with the Bears because the Bears defensive assistant head coach is Mike Pettin, who was the head coach <clears throat> of the Green Bay Packers for the last three years. Okay. If anybody, how did he? Lose if anyone his job? can beat them, lose his job, or did he? He just... stepped down. Oh, okay. He just stepped down. If anybody knows anything about Aaron Rodgers, or even better, anything about that defense, it's him. I am mm-hmm. going just based on the knowledge that Mike Pettin can give them that little bit extra. And don't forget, this is in Chicago. If this is in Green Bay, I'll give Green Bay everything that they deserve. That is. Probably the ultimate home field advantage. First of all, everybody who sits in those stands owns part of the team. So they've got a rooting interest. That stadium is cold as shit. And nobody wants to go to Green Bay. There's nothing to do in that damn town. So so you're not going to have any out-of-state fans. Yeah, you're just going to be losing your mind. So it's Chicago. It's in Chicago. And I like Mike Patton having some knowledge against those Green Bay Packers. So I will stay on my little Illinois island that I like so much. And I will take the Bears in this game. Alrighty. Up next, we have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Detroit to take on the Lions. And I have the Cincinnati Bengals winning this football game. I do too. I got the Bengals winning this game. Split 50-50, I'm Split assuming. 50-50 <laughs> because you know Angela. You know where her hot lies. I'm sorry, Angela. I'm taking the Lions as well. I am taking the Lions because I don't... I am not seeing anything good from Joe Burrows. I'm just not. 
I'm not. I'm not sold on Joe Burrows, and I think I really think the Lions want to give Dan Campbell a win. Yeah, and, and they're in Detroit, and this game ends with a doink at the wrong direction. <laughs> you think this game ends? With yeah, because a, a missed field what's goal. What's his name? McPherson. Yes. had three missed field goals mm-hmm. yes. in the Green Bay game. Yes, he is going to hit an upright and lose this game for and the. He's going to celebrate. Gonna and get, it's going to go the are wrong we gonna way. Going to get a double doink. Or is it just going to be a single doink? No, it's going to be a single doink. He's going to hit, uh, unless it doinks so hard and then it hits the head coach and the Bengals right in the face. (laughs) That's the only double doink we got possible. So Up next, we have the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, and I have the Arizona Cardinals winning this game. I'm going to have to root against you. I'm taking the Browns at home. I think this is the game where the Cardinals are not undefeated anymore. So... Angela's with you with Arizona. Let's go. Okay. I switched my pick. I need a game to make up on you. I don't mind losing another game to you, but I need a game to make okay. up. Okay. I'm going with Cleveland in that running game. Yes. I like that running game a lot. Chandler Jones is going to sack Baker Mayfield at least three times. You mean Chandler Jones, who's just listed as inactive and Was he's he? done a season? Is over. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> I didn't know that. We didn't go over that. That's no, I I got the notification on my phone during the podcast. Oh, did that just happen? Yeah. Oh, happened, shit. Like, like, right as we were starting the podcast or something. Oh, that's rough, buddy. Oh, uh, well, damn. Eh, oh, well. Well, my tight end's on COVID list anyway. Um, <laughs> Up next, we have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the New England Patriots <laughs> in Gillette Stadium. I got the Dallas Cowboys I got to take them to a not even home field advantage. It's going to help the Pats in this one. I got to say it. I like her. She's a realist. She's a Yeah, realist. when I pick against Philly, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Because I'm trying <laughs> to be a realist. Yeah, because her team officially sucks now. So does ours. No, they don't. You're the in the Eagles? NFC East. That's true. She never a, truly suck. Yeah. We can, we can win you the can, division yeah, being, under 500. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We've done it. <laughs> Her division is tied up. The Bills are gonna run away with this. Yeah. It's gonna be a, a, a the Bills are the Patriots trade. of new no, no, with no. the division That's in the division no, in the division. No, way too soon to even say that. That's too soon. Too 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 soon. They're gonna win their second division. In the, you know who the Bills are? The Bills, are, the Bills and the Cowboys of the '90s are back. That's what this is. Okay, so the Bills are about to lose three Super Bowls in a row. Ooh, that sucks so bad, but it was four. Oh, it was three. It was four. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That makes it even worse. It does. But um, I'm taking Dallas in this game as well. So has Angela. Um, Dallas just has too much firepower. Yeah. And and Bill, we trust. He's a great head coach. He's a great defensive coordinator. Defense, but the offense has nothing going for it right now. Yeah, and you really want Mac Jones throwing at Diggs? Really? That kid's already got six picks. He's going to leave that game with ten. Probably. Yeah. Up next, we have the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Denver Broncos in Denver. I've got Denver winning because the Las Vegas Raiders are going to have this huge weight on their shoulder. Like, what the fuck do we do now? Yeah. In Gruden, we trust. I got the Broncos. Yeah. So do I. So does Angela. This is a clean sweep. The Raiders are going to spiral at this point, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David Carr, He, like you said, he doesn't have that mentor anymore. He's just going to... Yeah, he's gonna go Derek in a slump. Car. Yeah, what David, did I say? David and Derek. Oh, yeah. whoops. Well, yeah, David was getting his head caved in with Houston. So yeah, now Derek's gonna get his head caved in in Vegas. 
Yeah. It's going to be tough for him. Up next, we have the Seattle Seahawks staying on the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday Night Football. And even with the the uh, the, the cripple hand, he's not playing, but I've got Seattle winning this game. Really? Mm-hmm. The soul, well, that's the I, only reason I'm picking the Steelers. It's because there's no, no Russell faith, Wilson. No faith in, uh, in who? Big Ben this week. Oh. No faith. Oh, I, he's got one good game under his belt. Okay. Okay. Uh, Who's a backup quarterback for uh, Seattle? I don't know. Okay, just curious. They don't. Okay. Geno Smith. Is it Geno Smith? Yeah. Okay. Then I then I then I feel better about my pick. What? Yeah. Yeah. Juju's gone. I mean, even with that, who the fuck else do they have? Who else does uh, Seattle have? If Geno Smith and then okay, but they're throwing a Tyler Lockett. But yeah. Geno Smith's throwing but, but, a Tyler but, Lockett. But, yeah. Geno Smith of the Jets. Okay. We see how some Jets quarterbacks deal with when they go somewhere else. Yeah, like Sam Darnold. Yeah, and what happened to Sam Darnold this past week? He saw ghosts. <laughs> no, it's not Halloween yet. <laughs> It'll be closer this. Th- <laughs> I got Seattle. Regard- I got the dark horse. Regardless, so does Angela. I am not with you on this one. All right, I got the dark horse. All I, right, I am stick. I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh. And again, I'm- I've got a five game buffer on you, so if I, if I fuck <laughs> up this week, I'm fine. Yeah, I hope you fuck up my five games then. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, we have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Tennessee Titans on Monday Night Football. And I've got, in Allen, I trust the Buffalo Bills. I'm with you. Buffalo Bills win this game. Clean sweep. Yeah, it's a clean sweep. Clean um, sweep. I, think it's, I think it's an unfair clean sweep that we're all just <laughs> kind of skimming over Tennessee on this game. But but it's Buffalo. It's Buffalo, and Allen just looks next on level fire. right yeah. now. He's on MVP level right now, and... The only, the only, the only dark horse in this game, and I'm gonna go to another coach, is Vrabel. Yeah. Can Vrabel unlock something? From- Vrabel, Vrabel has that has tutelage. that tutelage against Buffalo. I mean, it's a very different Buffalo team, but he still knows about that Buffalo organization. Yes, he does. David, take us home. I'd like to thank everybody once again for uh, listening to Doint here um, on whatever streaming service that you are using because we're on multiple now. We are. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. If you do have any questions, comments, or concerns, you are more than welcome to reach out to us on our direct Instagram pages. Um, I am Darlaufen Doink 508. And I am at the J-A-L, T-H-E-J-A-U-L-D. And, we got- and Michaela is at... Oh, oh gosh. I don't even know my handle. Isn't it M-I-C-K-Y-Y? Oh my gosh. You guys are putting me on the spot. You guys are putting me on the spot. If I got that right, I If you got that right, it is Mickey with two Y's underscore at 16. Underscore, underscore, skip 16. Yes. Double underscore 16. Okay. If you have to reach out to us for anything, feel free. We're always looking for more uh, input. We're always looking for more feedback, and we're always looking for more people to give us and share their picks. You can also contact us at Double Doink Network, which is the direct line right mm-hmm. to our page. Um, but this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. She has been Michaela. And we have two words for you: Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out. <laughs>